Welcome back to Show Me What You Got. And joining me on the program right now is a softball superstar. And by that, I mean it by every sense of the word. Nikki Bacon. She has been playing the game for over 20 years and thereafter coaching for 24 of that. And now she leads this sport as the softball NTCAO in the top end. Welcome to the program, Nikki. How are you doing today? Yeah, great. Thank you for having me. Um, before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself and a bit into your background. Yeah, okay, I'll try and keep this one quick. Um, I am so new to, relatively new to Darwin, but call myself a Darwinite now. Been here for about six years. I'm currently the CEO for Softball Northern Territory. Um, I've been playing and coaching pretty much most of my life. Um, a few coaching gigs for Softball Australia as well. I do a lot of uh, Coach the Coach programs. Um, so my interest is really on, on developing coaches as well as the kids and the players themselves. So pretty much every aspect of, of the sport I'm involved in at the moment. Ah, beautiful. And then softball, Nancy. Now, a lot of people might be like, softball, baseball, what's the difference? What's going on here? Give us a little bit of insight into what softball is. Yeah, sure. And, and look, that's a really common question. So there is, while there's a lot of similarities, there are some huge differences, but we do refer to both of them as our diamond sports. And luckily, I've got some great relationships with our baseball um, friends, partners. Uh, where we do do a lot of programs together. In fact, a lot of the junior programs up till about the age of 12, 13, 14 are pretty much identical. The skill sets are very similar to throwing the batting. Where it changes, which is where the age kicks in, is whether they start pitching overhand, which is baseball, uh, or they pitch underhand, which is softball. So that's where the differences start. Um, when you go into softball, the ball is much bigger um, and surprisingly means the ball doesn't travel as far therefore our field or our diamond is actually much smaller um, it's a much different game as far as strategy it tends to be a lot quicker the games are shorter in softball we play nine innings which can probably go for about an hour and a half two hours whereas baseball's okay. Nine, did I say nine or seven? We play seven <laughs> innings. Baseball plays nine innings. And that can go anywhere up to three hours. So it's a much different length of game. But, yeah, different strategy and then slightly different techniques Amazing. as they go forward. But uh, diamond sports is, is really where it's at. So we, we work across um, each where we can and have played and coached both. So, yeah, a lot of similarities. Amazing. Now, you've played for over 20 years, you know, representing <laughs> New South Wales from under-16s to open women's. And at that time, you've won a couple national championships take, take us back into some of the playing days and the highlights of your career wow yes <laughs> that is um feels like so long ago now um still trying to get out in the field now but the glory days um yeah i played my first national tournament uh representing new south wales at under 16 and came away with a, uh, the pitching award, so I'm specifically a, a pitcher, that's my position, um, and a few pitching awards throughout that career as well. Um, like you said, a couple of national tournaments uh, wins for New South Wales, which is which is amazing. Um, some other highlights, I guess, in, in the playing era are Australian squads, um, a college, I was fortunate enough to travel, it got me a scholarship to um, two different colleges in the US so I lived in Florida and North Carolina for a couple of years wow. and I mean as far as game stats go we um, 
I had a 16-2 and two record, which is pretty solid. We had a 52-game winning streak for one of our college years, which we ended up winning that year. So, pretty, um, yeah, some pretty good numbers, I think. That's an illustrious career, man. You've had a fabulous yeah. time playing the sport, and now you've um, translated that into coaching. Matter of fact, you're a pitching coach, you know, because of how well you pitch. You know, how has um, transitioning from playing into coaching impacted you, and what have been your um, highlights of that? Yeah, coaching is really... Um, you know, as much as it's we're giving back, it is actually a really selfish thing because what I get out of coaching is I get to see the success of, you know, the kids and, and what they're achieving. And just as much as it means something to them, it really means a lot to me. I have to know my sport. So as a, and, and I recommend this to anyone that's a junior or anyone going through playing and still pursuing their careers is to coach because it teaches you more about the game when you have to teach people about it. So you really get the intricate uh, details there. But um, I just just to be able to see these kids and give them the opportunities that, that I know that I got, um, the, the great thing about sport in general is, you know, the things that we learn as well, whether it's just respect and discipline, um, you know, it's great for mental health, it's great for physical health, gives you, you know, you've got a group of friends already when you join a team. So there's just so many things there. If I can create an opportunity for another kid to travel or see the world or just improve something in their little world, then and I'm all about it. That's amazing. And I mean, you've been doing incredible work in the grassroots and in the communities. You know, you've done um, a whole lot of work with in the Tiwi Islands and all that. Tell us a little bit about that and, and some of the work you're doing with getting women to play sports, which is something we're a huge part of. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we have a, an interesting niche up here in the NT. Uh, softball is actually, um, you know, a sport of choice for Indigenous women in remote communities up in the NT, which is quite surprising to a lot of people. But as soon as you push out past the cities and those regional towns, those remote and Indigenous communities are, are all about it. Um, we spend pretty much most of our time in the office um, delivering or sending coaches out to remote um, remote locations, working with the schools, working with the women and helping them build, you know, their knowledge around the sport. But it's not just, you know, what are the rules and how do you play, but how do you set up a competition? What are the... Um, you know the parameters to travel and how can we get you traveling together as a team and and there's so much study and and you don't even have to look at that sort of information to know the benefits of being in a team and and what that can do for a community and some of those women out there what it means to them to be part of a team really gives them something to hold on to and something to um, motivate them day to day and uh, that's a it's a pretty big win but we do a lot of um a lot of travel out there. We had most recently at our um, annual NT Champs tournament, we had 14 community teams traveling wow. from around the territory to be part of it. And that was the ones that could come. Wow. <laughs> there are so many more um, that really want to be part of it. But we, um, we're looking at ways that we can develop uh, more consistency and more consistent programs to, um, to offer these guys because we're at the mercy of funding um, because the travel is so much and, and so expensive. So looking at you know, creative ways at how we can make things a bit more consistent and create more opportunities for those guys. Correct. That is always the case up here in the top end. But um, we'll continue to find ways to bridge that gap. But um, bringing it to next week, now you're starting your Social 7s Mixed Team softball, softball League. Now what's that about and how can people get involved with you on that one? 
Yeah, absolutely. So next week um, it kicks off our Social Sevens League and what that is is a modified version of the sport uh, aimed at social level. So we change some of the rules, we pull um, pull back some of the, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, some of the high risk moves if you like. We actually pull a lot of the equipment, the safety equipment back so you don't have to wear all the catching gear and all the helmets. We replace the regular ball which is not soft if yeah. anyone hasn't <laughs> picked one up um but yeah, the only one way to find out they got to come down and try <laughs> you've got to come down you've got to check it out exactly but it's it's a really great introduction so whether you have played before and you're thinking about getting back into it or you've never played it's just a really fun um i guess it, it's a a non-intrusive way of playing if you like you know the balls aren't going to come flying at you which can be real scary and daunting to people sometimes so we've got you know we're pitching at this at people that have not really played or never played or it's been a long time the other brilliant thing that we're trying to do with the program is offer free babysitting and that's a massive catch because if wow. you know much about the um you know the people of the, in the demographic of the of of Darwin, we're so transient, we don't all have a lot of family that we can rely on to look after our kids or, or, or um, yeah, so trying, trying to provide that for families, whether it's single families, defence families, but that's another way to get into. So there's no excuses. Come on down, bring the kids, we'll look after them, we'll even feed them for you wow. while you get to have a bit of a hit around and a hit and a giggle. Amazing. Talk about hitting two beds with one stone right there. <laughs> Great chat with you, Nikki. Thank you so much. But before I let you go, um, as always, any words of encouragement or advice to the young ones out there, especially the females who want to take up this sport and be great at it? Oh, look, always. I, I know and, and I appreciate and understand how daunting it could be out there, but there really are some great, great role models through all sport up here in the NT and in Darwin specifically. And all you need to do is just look for that one person in the sport that, that you're interested in. Hopefully it's softball, come find me. But if you find that right person, you will get the guidance and the support that you need to go all the way through. And, and yeah, it can, be, it can be a bit confronting, but, but don't be concerned give it a go because you just never know what can come from it and and sport what it can do for you so um yeah come on down if you're ever thinking about it just take that little step and and give it a go come on now give it a go and you never know what's in store for you beautiful words from nikki bacon thank you so much for joining us on the program really appreciate your time absolutely thank you so much Nikki Bacon right there, softball NCCEO. But coming up next, national superstar basketball player Deborah George, who's played for the Australian Indigenous National Team, Kent Titans, and now plies his trade with the Ellis Titans. We'll be right back.